Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Cozy Rainbow Podcast. My name is Tammy, but my students know me as Miss Haddad. My name is Joe, and personally, I prefer the ground. And on today's episode of the Cozy Rainbow Podcast, we are talking all about Amelia Earhart, the woman, the myth, the legend. It's it's even in, in her name, man. Air. Earhart. Earhart, although it is spelled E-A-R-H-A-R-T, Earhart. For anyone who's listening, you can check out our Teachers Pay Teachers Cozy Rainbow store to get free scaffolded notes and active listening guides. Really helpful if you're in the classroom. We also have some paid curriculum that's made that cover different learning standards. Cozy Rainbow also has a Patreon page where we will snail mail you a crossword puzzle for every episode so you can follow along with a fun, cozy rainbow crossword puzzle while you listen to the episode. Now, let's get into those trivia questions. Number one, multiple choice. Who was Amelia Earhart? A, a pilot. B, a seamstress. C, the inventor of the light bulb. Or D, a sailor. Well, A, it's, it's in her name. Earhart. Air. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Number two, true or false, Amelia Earhart was married. I I don't seem to remember ever reading about a husband, but that, that's, that a, for her. that's a detail that I don't, I, it feels like I'd very easily forget about it because uh, why would you 50, care? 50-50. Yeah. Uh, Take a guess. I'm going to go with uh, False. False. Number three, how did Amelia Earhart die? A, nobody really knows. It's a mystery. B, in a plane crash. C, starvation and dehydration after being stuck on a remote island. Or D, old age. Don't we all wish it was old age? Last I remember, she kind of was one of the many people who just kind of disappeared in the Bermuda Triangle, I think. So I'm going to say A. A, which was nobody really knows. It's a mystery. All right. Hopefully you'll be able to answer those questions with confidence after we do our episode and we will get on with it right after this quick message from our sponsors. Amelia Earhart was born in Kansas in 1897. She had one sister and lived with her mom and dad in the summer and her grandparents in the school year. Amelia's father struggled with alcoholism, which led Amelia's mother and sister to leave him and move to Chicago. Eventually, five years later, Amelia's parents got back together and moved to L.A., Los Angeles. Well, near L.A. in Long Beach, California. Amelia rode in an airplane for the very first time with her father. In order to pay for flight school, Amelia Earhart worked as a truck driver, stenographer, and a photographer. Do you know what a stenographer is? That's a, that's a person who does telegrams, yeah? Pretty close. It's a person who transcribes words that are spoken aloud in a courtroom. Oh, why? Oh, why? <laughs> I mean, it's... It has to do with transcribing, I think, because te- telegrams are a way of transcribing stuff, right? Kind of. Yeah, but it's but, pretty far off. Okay. Well, I like to be nice about things. So six months after taking pilot lessons, 
Amelia bought her very first plane, a yellow biplane that she called Canary. Now, here's where I have something to say about this. Imagine just being able to work odd jobs as a truck driver and photographer and being able to buy a plane. Bruh, a yellow one, too. Like, I would have called it Big Bird. (laughs) Okay. In May 1923, Earhart became the 16th woman in the world to become a licensed international pilot. Well, that's well. You can't count that on two fingers. So yeah, I didn't really think that was that notable either. She's still there's there's still a lot more woman pilots in the world than sixteen at this point, right? Maybe they just don't have a license though. Oh. Raymond De La Roche was the first woman to earn an international pilot's license. I believe she was French, and oh yeah, France is really good at that kind of thing. What makes you say that? There's a lot of very uh, notable French lady trailblazers. What? Like, uh... Joan of Arc? Yeah. Or, uh... Oh, for a second, I was like, oh my god, is she not French? Rosalind Franklin. Who's that? Uh, she discovered the shape of DNA. Oh, cool. (laughs) You're You're like, oh, it's common knowledge that French women are cool, Tammy. Why didn't you know that? French is a, uh, France is a very uh, liberal country. They, they, they love their ladies. Shout out to you, France. Unlike everywhere else ooh. at any given time. And I, ooh. Raymond De La Rosa was like also the first woman pilot to be licensed because the first people to really be giving out pilot's licenses was in France. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. There could have been a lot more women that were flying planes. So, 10 weeks after learning how to fly, Raymond de la Roche, the first woman international pilot, she crashed into a tree. And the crash resulted in a concussion and a broken collarbone. What? Isn't it crazy? I, like, never really considered that flying was dangerous at the time. But, like, yeah, there were no... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> flying isn't dangerous? I, well, when I get on an airplane now it's kind of like really safe it's like safer than even driving a car well yeah but that's today with all of our modern technology and no yeah i guess i I just didn't consider the past Hmm. until i wrote this episode so (laughs) yeah flying was very dangerous at the time and raymond survived three plane crashes until she ultimately died in the fourth so kind of a deadly career piloting back in the day once again it is much safer now in 1928 so we're back on amelia Earhart. in 1928 five years after she became a licensed pilot amelia Earhart wrote a book called 20 hours 40 minutes detailing her experience of flying across the atlantic ocean the genre of this book is none other than do you know Nonfiction. Okay. <laughs> a memoir. <laughs> a memoir, or just like Travels with Charlie, as you so lovingly love. It's a travel. I'm waiting for you to say it. Do you, a travel log. Oh, travel log. <laughs> All right. I didn't. That didn't strike me as much of a genre, but. It's a niche one. It's. Yeah. It's like memoir is a type of nonfiction. Travel log is a type of memoir. Or autobiography. They're all synonyms, really. Hmm. 
Okay, Earhart also worked as an aviation editor for Cosmopolitan magazine. I think that's really cool. What's the use in flying if you can't tell everyone about how cool it is? In a women's magazine. Woohoo! So at this point, Amelia Earhart is a celebrity of her time, and she founded the 99s. The 99s is an organization for women in aviation. The 99s still exist today and provides networking opportunities, mentorships, and scholarships for women in aviation. Why do they call them the 99s? I don't know. So, Joe, why were they called the 99s? According to Google.com. The group selected the name 99s to represent the 99 charter members. Great. That's, that's how many of them they were. Yeah, they were just like, any lady pilots come join the 99s? Okay, in the 1930s, Amelia Earhart set seven records of speed and distance for female pilots. I mean, yeah. Zip zoom. That's a dangerous. I was going to say, like, does she have a death wish or... Like, was she just not afraid? Well, you know, uh, consider the times. Piloting was very dangerous. Consider the sign of the times. Consider the sign of the times. That's a Harry Styles song. Being a pilot is a very dangerous career at this point. High mortality. Uh, So if you're going to be a pilot, you're probably already the sort to uh, not care much for risks and uh, push Push your luck. Push your limits. Push, 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 push. So here's my favorite fact about Amelia Earhart. Amelia Earhart eventually married a man after denying his proposal six times. So she said no six times because she was just wary of marriage. But then I guess she said yes the seventh time. I don't know why this guy would keep proposing. Maybe because she was like, well, I would, but I don't believe in the institution of marriage. And he just kept thinking that he would change your mind. I don't know. Would love to hear more about that. After, after six times. So really, I was right six times and wrong once. I like that. I like that. Okay. So really, I got that right. <laughs> Amelia, Earhart, <laughs> Amelia Earhart. Amelia Earhart wanted to circumnavigate around the entire world. In 1937, she attempted to do just that. With her navigator, Fred Noonan, she traveled 22,000 miles and stopped in South America, Africa, India, and New Guinea. Oh, so, uh, so she's bouncing around the, the southern hemisphere around the world. Yeah, just bouncing around in, her, in a plane. Not the canary. I don't think it was the canary. <laughs> I'd hope not. <laughs> Why? I I don't I don't think I don't think any plane that you bought on you know Amazon? your photographer, truck driver, uh, etc. Salary budget. I I don't know if that's up to the up to the challenge. I want to know how much a biplane is today, like Amelia Earhart's Canary biplane, because I feel like you. Oh, what the that biplane in particular? No, just that like, one. Hey. If it still exists, dude, she probably crashed it. <laughs> <laughs> she probably did. If there is a canary out there, it's probably a replica because there's no way she didn't crash her first plane. I mean, it's, like, l- it's got to be the canary. That's too. a little pessimistic. Amelia Earhart, she's trying to circumnavigate the world like the baddie that she is. 
And the next stop is Howland Island. From? From New Guinea. All right. Okay, so... The home stretch. Uh, in a way. I don't know. I mean, it's, you just got a big old Pacific Ocean in the way. I mean, it may as well be a home stretch at that point. Yeah. So, Earhart, she's on the home stretch trying to go to Howland Island, which is located in the Pacific Ocean. It is only 13,200 feet by 2,650 feet. So, it's in between Hawaii and Australia. As most things in the Pacific Ocean are. So, just for reference, if you're trying to think of things that are 13,000 feet long, that would be three-fifths as long as the Las Vegas Strip or a beach in India called Kalangute Beach. In, in India? In India, yeah. We have a lot of listeners in India. It's as long as the Hollywood Walk of Fame or the National Mall or the Indianapolis or Daytona Speedway. In square feet, so this is like the area of the island, Howland Island is nine-tenths as big as Central Park in New York, 1.5 times as big as the country of Monaco, three-fifths as large as Chennai International Airport, or other major airports like Sydney, Kingsford, Dublin, or London Heathrow, but it's only one-fifth as big as LAX, which is the Los Angeles airport, so... Amelia Earhart was trying to land her plane in an area that was one-fifth the size of the Los Angeles airport. It's kind of small, is all I'm getting out here. Well, I doubt her plane was, like, you know, jumbo jet size. No, I'm not saying that's a problem. I'm sure there's enough land to land. <laughs> but oh, ho, ho, we're very clever It's here. just trying to find that little speck of the one-fifth of LAX out in the ocean. You know, the little... Howland Island out in the big, huge you Pacific know, Ocean. You know, she's, a, she's a licensed pilot. She's got really good eyes. N- well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Fred Noonan was supposed to be the navigator, so I don't... Yeah. Well, they both got really good eyes. Well, foreshadowing. I'm sure everybody knows what happens next, but right. let's talk about Howland Island for a second. Today, it is a refuge uninhabited by people. The island is controlled by the U.S., and nobody is allowed to go on it, only by special permit. Is it because they're mm. secretly holding Amelia Earhart hostage and they don't want anybody to know that she's still alive today on Howland Island? Is it because they want to preserve nature on an island? That's likely. I'm just kidding about my conspiracy theory. I don't think that's what happened at all. But now that I'm reading it for like the second time, I'm kind of like, that is a little bit sus. I, island, island, ecosystems, island ecosystems are very fragile things. Very incredibly vulnerable to like half an invasive species showing up and just annihilating everything. So in order to preserve these precious little bubbles of gorgeous natural evolution, you want to keep stuff away from it. All right. Thank you, ecologist Joe. I thought it was dumb that they wouldn't let humans on Howland Island because I was like, I want to visit the place that Amelia Earhart never got to. Why would you want to do that? If she never got there, what makes you think you could do it? I will not be flying the plane. What makes you think they could do it? I'll take a boat. All right. That's a little bit more sensible. Cruise. Amelia Earhart themed cruise. We go by all the places you circumnavigate the world. That would be an expensive cruise. Okay. And then you sink the ship when you get to Howland Island. (laughs) No. (laughs) So, yeah, you got to get a special permit to go there. Unfortunately, Amelia Earhart and Fred Noonan were lost at sea. 
A huge search was launched to find them, but they were never found. Amelia Earhart's disappearance is a huge American mystery, although eventually some bones were found on the island of Nikumaroro in 1940 by British officials. So a physician at the time mistakenly said the bones came from a man. So they're like, this is not Amelia Earhart. However, another analysis in 1998 said that the bones belonged to a European woman that was close to Amelia Earhart's size. So a lot of people think those are Amelia Earhart's bones. They say those bones were like 99% closer to being Amelia Earhart than the rest of the genetic population. So there's a good shot that maybe, maybe that is Amelia Earhart's skeleton. I think it is. So in 1940, when they found Amelia Earhart's bones, the British physician might have been dumb. When they looked at the size again in 1998, they figured that it was a European woman. However, this is what makes me think that it really was Amelia Earhart's remains. They also found near it an herbal beverage that Amelia was known to drink. <laughs> like a specific kind. So, that's, what do you think? Well, that's just as good as a fingerprint, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I mean, what else would that... In 1940, what would that be doing on a remote island? You know what I mean? Now, if you found like a can of Sprite, it's like it could have been from anybody because humans are trash. But this was... <laughs> this was like... A l before it could have been before Sprite even existed, you know, there's like a limited amount of beverages out there. It could have been before there was even different colors of bell peppers in every supermarket. There was only green bell peppers. Did you know that? No. I learned that recently. Okay. Anyway, a final look at the bones was done in 2018 by anthropologists at the University of Tennessee. Upon further analysis, the anthropologist declared that the bones were likely Amelia's but we will never know for sure. That was my conclusion exactly. So you're basically an anthropologist. You know, I took one class. <laughs> one other theory about Amelia Earhart's disappearance is that Earhart and Noonan were taken as prisoners by Japan. However, I think this is not a good theory because... The U.S. <laughs> was just angry at Japan and looking to blame... Any old thing on them. It was before World War II. So I think this theory like, came well, about after... Well, before World War II, Japan was getting very uh, handsy about trying to take over the entire Pacific Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, I don't know why that would even be a theory. It's like they found her bones, probably, and they found her drink. So what about Fred? It's sad. Nobody even cares about this Fred guy. Amelia Earhart like, gets all the clout. If they had found... Fred's body, Fred. they they would have been tearing up the place looking for Amelia afterward. So, and frankly, they probably they probably did tear up the surrounding area looking for Fred since they found Amelia. Dooby uh, dooby, Fred, where are you? <laughs> where are Noonan? Get it? Like Fred Noonan? That's his name. Noonie Noonie Noon. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Noonie, noonie, noonie. Yeah. Where are you? Leave it, leave it to the actual wordsmith out of the two of us. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, trivia question time, Joe. Who is right. Amelia Earhart? No multiple choice. You just have to tell me after that snide remark. A pilot, a very daring sort of female pilot who set a lot of records, flew across the Atlantic Ocean, and then tried to fly around the entire world, but uh, came up a, a little bit short. During the home stretch. Unfortunately. 
Number two, true or false, Amelia Earhart was married? True, apparently. Reluctantly. But false, six times before <laughs> that. Three, how did Amelia Earhart die? Who can say? Yeah, we don't really know. We it's just a got mystery. the we just got the bones. No plane, no Fred. Just just this little drink. Yep. Completely average, specific to Amelia <laughs> drink. Okay, this week's creative challenge. I'm going to encourage my listeners to partner up with somebody for this one. The challenge is to create a comic about the first time Amelia Earhart took flight. I think it'll be great. I think one of you could draw the images and another could write the captions. I think a simple comic, even like a three-panel comic, would be great. If you want to make it a little more complex, go for it. The deadline for this creative challenge is on October 25th, 2022. Let the canary soar. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks Thanks for for listening. Big Bird is a canary. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Music. Amazon Music is providing listeners of Cozy Rainbow Podcast with three months of unlimited streaming for free. To listen to all of your favorite podcasts and music without ads, visit getamazonmusic.com slash cozyrainbow. Once again, visit getamazonmusic.com slash cozyrainbow to claim this exclusive offer.